Setting goals is incredibly important for getting results and growing your food blog, but some goals are better than others. In this episode, you'll learn how to set smart goals so you can maximize the results you're getting to grow your food blog. Hey friend, I'm Madison Weatherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, food bloggers. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I am really excited to dive into this topic of setting smart goals and what that means for food bloggers specifically. This idea of smart goals is something that is pretty commonly known and you've probably heard of it before, but if you've ever wondered how you can apply that idea to your food blog to set better goals and reach bigger results for your blog, then this episode is going to be perfect for you to listen into and we are not too late into the start of the year for you to plan in this way and to set better goals so that you can reach bigger results to grow your food blog and to increase your impact. For those of you who may be newer to the podcast, I always love to just say welcome and an extra special thank you for spending time with me today and listening to this episode. Now, if you're like me, you might listen to a podcast for a while before you officially connect the person behind the microphone with the podcast itself. So I always love to just do another quick introduction to make sure that you know who I am and what I'm doing behind this microphone in the first place. So my name is Madison Weatherill, and I'm the CEO and founder of Grace and Vine Studios. Over there, we specialize in building custom brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. They are looking to reach more of their ideal audience, and they're looking to make a bigger impact with their food blog. Now, if you are ever interested on how we work with food bloggers and what that would look like to work together, you can always visit our website at graceandvinestudios.com to figure out the different ways that we work with food bloggers and to just figure out if it would be a good fit for you and your goals going forward. We are currently booking our spots to work together and to get started in quarter one, and those spots are filling up fast, but we still have room for you. So if you are looking to work on your website or your branding this year, we have three primary ways that we are working with clients this year. The first is our custom website package. This is going to be the full package of branding, web design, and development And this is going to be the most comprehensive way of working together where you're going to get all of the strategy and implementation that you need to go from a maybe boring pre-made theme that doesn't have a lot of direction and it doesn't have a great user experience to having something that attracts your ideal audience and has an amazing user experience to keep them on your website and to keep them a part of your brand. We also have our custom branding intensive package, which is a three-day intensive where you're able to get clarity on your brand strategy, your ideal audience, and the direction that you want to go with your brand. And you also get all of the visual side of that branding, including a custom logo design typography that is picked for you and a brand color palette that is picked for you. And again, that is done all in three days, which is one of our favorite ways to work with clients. 
And then finally, we have our designer for a day package, which is our way of working with clients who may just need a little bit of support on their brand and they're not quite ready to invest in a custom brand or website, but they have a long list of to-dos that need to get done in order to optimize their website and make it perform better. So designer for a day is the best way to work with us if you have a little bit of a smaller budget and you're looking for just some supplemental support to kind of get you to that next level before you're ready to invest in a full brand or website. So again, if you're ever interested in just checking those out and learning a little bit more about them, you can go over to our services page on the graceandvinestudios.com website and then look for the availability and you can also schedule a call so we can chat and see if we're a good fit to work together. Now, our last little bit of an introduction to the episode before we jump into setting SMART goals is that I've been really intentional about sharing a little bit of a personal update in these episodes, just again, so you can kind of know who's behind the microphone. And in case you, you know, just want to know who it is that you're connecting with, this is a little bit of a glimpse into my personal life. And so today I wanted to share that my kids and I have been doing what I'm calling adventure days. So if you don't know, we are a homeschooling family. So I homeschool right now my seven-year-old and my four-year-old. Eventually the little baby will be homeschooled as well, most likely. Um, But for now, just the two older ones are doing their first grade and pre-K work. But something I noticed is that I was really craving a rhythm of getting out of the house and getting to explore. We live in Arizona and the weather is amazing right now and there's just so much to explore and do here. And so I wanted to have a consistent day of the week that we are getting out of the house to explore. So we've started implementing our adventure days for a few weeks now and it's been really fun, again, just to kind of get out and explore. But I now have a running list of things that I want to do and show them around town from things like hikes that we want to do to museums that we want want to visit or there's a ghost town that's out east things like that that are just fun to do together it's just the four of us me and the three boys who get to do this and so it's just a fun day out of the house for mom and the kids So that's been really fun and I've been sharing a little bit about that on Instagram as well. So if you're curious about what it looks like behind the scenes when I'm not working, you can always head over there and follow me at Grace and Vine to connect there. Okay, so goal setting is one of my favorite topics to talk about and it's one of your favorite topics to listen to as well. In past episodes, we've covered everything from setting quarterly and monthly goals to setting weekly goals and then even down to setting daily priorities so that you can be more intentional with your time, make the most of the time that you're working on your blog and eventually reach your goals because of this strategic approach. So today we're going to talk about the type of goals that you need to set. Because when it comes to goal setting, setting goals in general is great, but the right type of goals can determine whether or not you're going to actually achieve those goals and whether those goals are going to help you to progress further in your business and to reach kind of those overarching big picture goals that you want to reach for your blog. So let's give ourselves some motivation before we dig into what SMART goals are and what that acronym means for why goal setting is important. And, you know, let's just review that real quick. Setting goals can help you to focus. There can be so many distractions, so many shiny objects, especially in the food blogging world, but really for any online business owner. And goals can help you to focus on what growth looks like for you in this season. So then what can happen is when you have opportunities that come up, you're able to align yourself with your goals and really easily and quickly know whether or not that opportunity is in alignment with your goals and the direction that you want to take your brand. Setting goals can also help you to grow in general. When you are setting goals, you can continue to level up what you're going after with your blog. 
this will help you to not only grow your food blog, but it will help you to have more goals than just quote unquote growing your food blog, which is a goal that I hear so many food bloggers have, but it's so generic and vague that it really doesn't help you to reach that next level. So when you are setting goals that are strategic specifically, you're able to track whether or not that growth is happening and if that goal has been achieved. So once you reach a specific goal, you can level up again and set another goal to help you to continue to grow. Whether that means that your goal is first to just hit 1,000 sessions or it's to hit 1 million sessions, each time you can grow to that next level as you continue to set goals and track them. So finally, goals and setting goals can help you to track your progress. When you are setting goals frequently and on a rhythm, you're able to look back and see where your business has come from. Even if the goal itself wasn't achieved fully, you're still able to be able to see notable progress and recognize what changes are happening with your business. So let's talk about what type of goals you should be setting because not all goals are created equal and there are things about goal setting that will help you to maximize the results that you are seeing. So I mentioned earlier the acronym SMART. Now, if you've heard this acronym before, maybe you know like, okay, yes, I need to be intelligent about the goals that I set. Maybe that's what you think that SMART means, but SMART is actually an acronym. And when you break down what each of the letters of the acronym mean, it can help you to set better goals. So SMART goals are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So when you make sure that your goals are SMART, this is the best way to ensure that they are strategic and they're going to help you to reach new levels. So we're going to break down each of these letters of the SMART acronym, and then I'm going to give you some specific examples that are relevant for food bloggers. But be sure to take these ideas and come up with your own and just take this as an example of a way that you can take a goal that might be generic and really make it intentional and SMART. So the first letter is for specific. Make sure that your goals are specific. This is the part of the SMART goals that I think is the easiest to spot. It's the easiest thing to correct. Specific goals are something that are quantifiable and they state an action that needs to be achieved for the goal itself to be achieved. So as an example, a non-specific goal for a food blogger might be to grow your blog. But a specific goal would be to qualify for Mediavine. This takes the idea of growing your blog, which could mean anything to any number of people, and it makes it quantifiable to what it means to you. In this case, it would mean that you need to reach 50,000 sessions. The next letter in our SMART goals is for M, which stands for measurable. Goals that are measurable add in a specific number or measurement for the goal. So in the example of growing your blog and qualifying for Mediavine, the measurable portion of this goal would be to hit 50,000 sessions. The next step is to take our goal and make it achievable and realistic. This part of setting SMART goals helps to set the parameters of progress that will be measured. So setting a goal to quadruple your traffic in three months may not be realistic or achievable, but increasing your traffic by 30% by the end of the year might be a better measurement. So you're kind of compounding this goal and going from something generic like growing your food blog to increasing your traffic to 50,000 sessions per month so that you can qualify for Mediavine by the end of the year. This is going to help you to see that this is something that is realistic, something that has a measurable, quantifiable result, and it is specific in nature, not something just generic like grow your food blog. The next letter is to add a relevant action to your goal. 
So it's not just enough to say that you want something to happen, but you're going to add an action to that goal to help you know exactly what needs to be done to achieve the goal. So with the idea of increasing your traffic, what action can you do to support that goal? If your goal is to work with a specific number of brands, what action can you do to achieve that goal? Because we cannot necessarily control which brands or how many brands are going to say yes to us, but what we can do is figure out how many goals we need to reach out to in order to reach the goal of working with a specific number of brands. Often our goals end up being more like wishes that we hope are going to happen if we just set a goal that it's going to happen instead of something that we have the ability to control the outcome through our actions. Next, we're going to add time to the goal. So we want it to be something that is time bound and isn't going to go on and on forever. This time bound element also helps you to know whether or not the goal has been reached. So you could say, I want to qualify for Mediavine and maybe that will happen in 10 years, maybe it'll happen in 10 months. But if you have a goal to do it in a specific amount of time, you can check the box or not check the box when that time comes based on whether or not that goal was realized. This time-bound element is also going to help you to take this goal and break it down into chunks and set quarterly, monthly, or weekly goals that are going to support the overall big picture goals that you have. So I'm going to give you a few examples of some very basic generic goals and then how we can make them a little bit smarter. Not all of these examples are necessarily going to have every single part of the SMART acronym, but they're going to definitely go from being very generic to being intentional and strategic. So the first example is maybe your goal right now is to have the best year ever for your blog. In order to make that smarter, you can say that you want to increase your blogging income by 50% by quarter four, and you're going to do that through updating old content to improve your RPMs on your existing posts. Instead of saying that you want to be better at SEO, you could say that you're going to spend time weekly listening to podcasts about SEO and then implementing the best practices on your website once per quarter. Instead of saying that you just want to work with more brands, you could say that you're going to reach out to three brands each week to build relationships and secure five brand partnerships by the end of the quarter. Instead of saying that you want to learn more about Pinterest, maybe you say that you're going to purchase and complete a Pinterest course in quarter two. I hope that those examples show you how you can take something that might sound like a good goal on the surface, having the best year ever on your blog or being better at SEO or working with more brands, learning about Pinterest. All of these things are good things that we can do and they likely support the overall growth that you want to see with your blog, but they do not necessarily give you direction and give you the actions that you need to take in order to reach those goals, which makes it really difficult sometimes to reach those. Now, if you are kind of like a type A, you love to plan and you're very achievement oriented, this may not be a struggle for you, but I'm guessing if you're listening to this episode, you're probably a little bit more like me, which is that you have really big ambitions and really big goals that you want to reach. But if you do not break those down into actionable steps, you may find that in the next month, the next quarter, that those goals haven't been realized because you didn't set a plan in motion. So setting a plan for your goals, the first step to doing that is by making sure your goals are at least following some of this structure of SMART goals. 
If you are pretty new to goal setting and this is kind of the first step that you're taking, first of all, I think that is amazing that the first step you're taking is listening to how you can set better goals. But I also want to say that in the show notes, I will have linked our previous episodes about goal setting in general. So again, we've talked about how to set goals for quarter and your month, how you can set goals for your week, and then how you can also set daily priorities that are going to be in alignment with those bigger picture goals. So we kind of broke it down step by step and each phase will help you to see the bigger picture and work backwards. So I will link those in the show notes. They'll also be linked in our blog post, which will have everything that I've talked about today. We don't necessarily have an exact transcript, but we have the meat and potatoes of the episode that you need to be able to read through if you don't want to listen to it in the future or need to have a reference point. So be sure to check that out over at thevinepodcast.com or on the podcast tab on our main website. And then be sure to check out those other episodes about goal setting. And I want to reiterate what I said at the very beginning of this episode that even though we are partially through, you know, we're basically through the first month of the year, it's not too late to set goals and intentions for how you want to grow your blog this year. And if there's one thing that you take away from this episode, I hope that it would be to not set the generic goal of wanting to grow your food blog because there's so much more that you can do when you get strategic and intentional with how you set your goals. So I hope you will go and set some smart goals. And until next week, friends, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.